This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We have a lot to get to this morning. Officials are still trying to piece together what happened when two people today were hit by a uh, train or a technically should say yesterday now, a man and a woman fatally struck by a Manhattan L train after one may have tried to stop the other from committing suicide. That's just one of the theories that's out there. 44-year-old man, 63-year-old woman, apparently uh, riding between cars on a moving northbound L train at West 14th Street and 6th Avenue, just before 10.30 a.m., the mayor rushed to the scene and so on. And this was uh, after, after, also on the L train, a man with a hammer allegedly attacked an MTA employee on the uh, subway platform overnight. And this happened uh, on the L train again uh, shortly before 2 a.m. at the 14th Street and 8th Avenue station. So they're still trying to piece together what happened. The two people uh, hit by the train. Uh, Sad news. A number of topics we are going to deal with. The White House tells the Supreme Court there is no longer justification, no longer justification left for Title 42 only asking for a weak extension to get ready to get things in place for what may happen. This is ridiculous by the Biden administration. It defies logic when all of us know what the result of ending Title 42 is going to be. As of yesterday, according to the mayor of El Paso, Texas, He said that there were 20,000 people waiting for the moment, and this was as of yesterday, waiting for the moment that Title 42 ends so they can enter the United States. And instead of the administration using this logic, this reasoning, frankly, any excuse to, to block ending Title 42, The administration says 
there's no longer justification left for Title 42. Huh? Why would you do that? You know, I'm one of those folks. I've listened to a number of you uh, declare that uh, the Democrats want want open borders and for people to come in and so on, the migrants to come in. And I've tried to give the Biden administration the benefit of the doubt. I really have. But there's nothing left where I can see any logic in terms of what they are trying to do. So that's one topic. Another one, yet again, what they are doing to former President Donald Trump is dead wrong. What they are doing to Mr. Trump is dead wrong. Somebody has to call it out, and I will. The House committee votes to release his tax returns. The Democrat-led House Ways and Means Committee voted on Tuesday to release material from his tax returns. They were not going to rest until one way or the other his taxes are released. And we're talking about 2013 to 2018 obtained by the committee from the IRS last month after a years long legal battle. The motion approved by all 24 Democrats on the committee and voted against by all 16 Republicans on the committee. Here's why it's wrong. Well, Dominic, why why are you telling us that this is wrong? The people, the American people, when they voted Mr. Trump president in the 2016 campaign, at that time, he said he would not reveal or release his taxes. And he cited um, an IRS audit. That was the reason that he cited. I don't know. Uh, whether that's on the up and up, but that's that's what he cited. The American people put Mr. Trump in the White House anyway. The American people put him in the White House anyway. And so the people knew what they were doing when they voted for Mr. Trump. And now we're in a situation where... They're going to, the the Democrats are saying, no, we don't care. We're going to release his taxes anyway. It's dead wrong. Something that's bothering me, something that's bothering me, another story, and we're about to open it up for your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Something that's bothering me, and it's not going away, and it's the, Drag story hour where uh, drag queens, uh, meaning drag performers, often in bright and engaging clothes and makeup, read books to young students. It has become a hot topic for protests across the country. My personal opinion I do not support, I do not support drag hour for for our children. And if it was something that my granddaughter was involved in, 
Believe me, I would yank her out of the school after consulting with her parents in a New York minute if drag hour came to a school that my granddaughter attended. But here's the part that I don't understand. Why can't we disagree, folks, without always attacking each other and making it personal? So a Manhattan council member's home, in front of his home and district office, were targeted by anti-drag story hour protesters who wrote demeaning messages outside the locations. I won't repeat uh, what they wrote. Why can't we just keep it on the merits and, and disagree? So the protesters focused on city councilman Eric Botcher, who attended a drag story hour at a Chelsea library over the weekend, according to the lawmaker. He himself is a member of the LGBTQ plus community, and he has called the protesters the faces of hate. The faces of hate. We have a uh, follow-up to uh, the Bling Bishop, He was able to keep his mouth closed for 24 hours, and he's back at it again. But, friend, let me tell you something. All you're doing is energizing those federal prosecutors, and they are coming. Believe me when I tell you. And so we're also going to get to the growing calls for Congressman-elect, oh, George Santos, to resign after allegedly completely lying about almost all of his background. Almost all of his background. New York University says no record of someone with Santos' name and date of birth having attended the school. Baruch College says the same. On and on and on. His business. I mean, it's either it's either you've got to Mr. Santos... Uh, address these allegations, or or you 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 can't take office. It, it, this is disgusting. The allegations. We're going to get to that in just a second. But I want to start with the telephone calls. Let's begin with Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind, Dominic? Yes, I am the face of hate. I was the uh, one of the protesters who showed up in front of Eric Bochert's uh, offices and also at his home afterwards because he would not come down to meet with us. Um, I'm a member of a group. Uh, I have to say that because some of the members of the group get angry at me because uh, they, they seem to feel that I represent the group. I'm not the representative. I'm just a, I'm just a member. But anyway, uh, we're not hate. We're a, a multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-sexual, multi-all sorts of things. We just don't feel it is appropriate that drag queens should be speaking to little children. And uh, two of my members got arrested yesterday because of it. Um, These are good people. Um, These are people who were involved mostly with the anti-mandate movement, which has sort of kind of (laughs) slowed down because the mandates, a lot of them are gone. Norman, Norman, it, it sounds like you're giving me the sanitized version. 
it, it's sure. been it's been hear? it's been in the papers the comments that okay. were that All right, were, what, do you, what do you want to hear? I want to know why why can't we just disagree? I agree with you on this issue. But why okay. why make it personal against the councilman and all those because demeaning this, comments? It's in this councilman's district that he's promoting these things. Okay, That's so it. wait, wait, uh, Norman. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to have progress here. So so we okay. just can't we can't just disagree. We've got to attack, attack, attack on a personal level. No, we don't have to attack, Dom. But we, you know what? This is look. The, this is the First Amendment. We're there to ex- exercise our right to do so. We do not attack. We don't hurt these people. We don't. We don't. There's no violence. Um, two of my, one of my member members of the members yesterday, not my members. One of the members yesterday was attacked, and he defended himself. Okay, okay? but wait a minute now. To, to Norman, to, we can't just sanitize what happened. You just acknowledged right. that two people were arrested. So clearly, yes. the NYPD felt that that something was done wrong. And apparently after the event, it was so heated. Police had to escort attendees out one at a time while the drag performer who was the last to leave had to change into men's clothes inside the library. Wait, let me finish. Well, okay. Not yesterday, but, but inside, inside the library over the weekend before ducking into a car. Okay. So what what um, I'm what I'm, I'm, what I'm okay, trying to understand? Go ahead, Norman. Go ahead. I did not I did not take part in those, so I can't comment on those. What I can comment is going to Eric Bocher's. Um, what I can't comment is going to Eric Bocher's um, offices and going to his home and being outside. I did not go outside. Um, there were some several members when the doors opened, they went in there. My personal belief is. I wouldn't do that. Okay. But, but what because about the I, things look, that were written? I, I mean, what I'm trying, Norman, yeah. and I, I appreciate you. I really do. Right. Uh, um, speaking up. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me just finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. How would you feel if, and, and please don't just ask me a question on top of the question I'm asking you. Okay. How okay. would you feel if if you left to go to work and all those horrible things that was written about him was in, in written in, in chalk in front of the building, and you're, and his neighbors are seeing this as well. How would you feel? Okay. There is a certain desperation that we are being driven to, as uh, it, you know, it, it, by by these wokey people living in New York City trying to keep our children innocent. There is a certain there is a certain extremeness that is being brought out. They refuse to meet with us. They want their way. And that's it. They get their way. They want to expose little children to, you know, dudes, dudes in women's clothing, you know, talking about all sorts of sexualized things. It's not appropriate. It's wrong. It's evil. Okay. So sometimes, sometimes you got to break eggs to make an omelet. Okay. And that this this is you know my opinion on that. Um, I you know uh, two people got arrested. I don't know what their history is. I still don't know what the thing was. To me, it sound it looked like they were standing outside and they just picked them out randomly. They wanted they wanted a little black girl and a little white girl to arrest so they didn't you know they they wouldn't you know they wouldn't you know whatever so they wouldn't get accused of any sort of racial you know oh they they you know they treat everybody equally to you know everybody's arrested equally okay. Um, I, I don't, you know, I don't know the details of it, 
as far as like you know what their histories are and stuff i you know they've gone to 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 these to the library and they've gotten involved in in protests about that one that happened on the weekend i have kind of mixed feelings of going to the libraries because i think the par- parents who are bringing their children to libraries for a drag queen story hour i think they're sort of damned to begin with and so, you know, they're bringing their damned children, and these are damned parents, and they're bringing them to a damned event. Okay, but wait, 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 again, Norman, know. wait, 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 and then I've got to move on. Uh, boy, I, sure, I just, I just want to understand this. You said okay. they're damned. I don't understand how you define that. What you mean by that? Um, they're, they're basically, they think it's appropriate. To okay, expose but their children, but to Norman, so, so, oh, Norman. So who are you to tell them that they can't do no, what they can? That's why I did not. That's why I did not go to that to those events. And so However, why? But why? Why? Like okay, but why? That, but why gonna, are you describing them as damned? If these well, parents listen. Listen, I'm I'm on your side of this issue. I I think it's disgusting to do this with children. But if these parents decide that's what they want to do with their kids and officials, uh, child welfare officials say there's nothing wrong with it, who are you, me, or anybody else to say that they're damned? Well, okay, here's the situation. Look, I I just, uh, I don't think that that is worth going there and protesting because I could see that's extremely volatile. But I do kind of believe in going to the people who are promoting these things like this Eric Bocher. Right. And, you know, and putting and turning the heat up on a person like that. But now he wasn't promoting it. He was just attending. Correct. Um, he is. Listen, he's a councilman. He's promoting this stuff. Okay. I, hey, Norman, I want you to hold on uh, because our friend David in the Bronx is one of a, a bunch of calls that have just lit up. And I, I want you to hold on. I want you to, just for a second, I want to hear what David's take on this is. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. All right, I'm listening, listening very carefully to this Norman, and he said something that really set me off. He used the term, you have to break some eggs to make an omelet. You know who else said that? Stalin, okay? What he's advocating is a slippery slope to violence because these people, like Norman, who are extremists, okay, they claim they're peaceful. But going in front of someone's home and desecrating their sidewalk where children, so-called innocent children, could see these things is not something we should be advocating or tolerating, especially in front of someone's home. You want to protest in front of someone's office, you have a right to do that. But to stand in front of someone's home and do these things is outrageous, and it should not be tolerated by civilized people. Okay, now you, now you, Norman, you're there. Okay, you too. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. All right. It wasn't somebody's home. It was it was a street on Twenty Fourth Street. It was an apartment building. That's where okay. he lives. That's and, where and, and, and I, I frankly do not think that the things they wrote. What did they write? They wrote protect the children. Things no, like that's that. not that's they, okay. not all, Norman. Norman, if I'm discussing it and and I'm I'm a well seasoned journalist, then you know okay. I know what they wrote. So p- please don't insult my intelligence okay, and okay, say that's the all that they wrote, I do because not, that's not. My personal, my personal, if I, okay, that's why this is not my organization. I do not support every single act that they do, okay? But the fact is, because they did those things, the media finally, a little bit, will pay attention, okay? Because the media right, doesn't pay attention a- unless you do things like that. 
Well, you don't get to be a, you don't get to have a monologue here, Norman. You know what you're saying is basically that as long as you get the attention you want, you should be able to do almost anything. We live in a civilized society, and listen, I don't agree with this drag queen stuff in in uh, reading to children necessarily, but I also think that the reaction to this is over the top because let's be honest. Listening, reading between the lines of what you're saying, you don't like the lifestyle of a lot of these people. And I don't think it's necessarily drag. I think you don't like gay people. I've heard you say things that make me think you don't like minority people very much. And guess what? We all live in a society where people are different. And I mind my own business. Unless someone's doing something to me that interferes with my life, I say live and let live. And I'm certainly not going to go in front of – and you try to nitpick. Oh, it was an apartment building? That's a person's home. And because it's an apartment building, people not even affiliated with this live there, including, like I said, children who shouldn't be subjected to people who are intolerant and nasty like you. You like me. Okay, uh, first thing, uh, the group that I associate with is made up of gay, straight, okay? And, I, uh, you know, as far as, look, uh, uh, I, I, many of my clients over the years have been gay. Uh, I am gay loving. I love people. I don't give a damn what a person's sexuality is. And neither do, I would say, the people in my group. We, what we oppose is the sexualization of children. I would be against, for example, say a porno star going to a library and talking and, and porno, straight porno star, uh, uh, you know, uh, story hour. I would be against that. Let children be innocent. I don't give a damn if these people were in high school. I don't give a damn if they were talking to people who were in college. I myself had human sexuality in college. This is an agenda, and I oppose it. Well, I, guys, I thank you, Norman and David. I, I thank you both. Uh, I, I can see a little bit of each of your arguments. I do. I do. Uh, I, I'm very disturbed by this. As someone who has friends that uh, identify as drag queens or drag queen behavior and the flamboyant lifestyle that comes with that, and they surely put it on in front of the children. And it's deceiving to the children because to the children, it, it can be seen as a, a flamboyant actor. That That's how flamboyant the behavior is. And I, I do agree that it's the equivalent of having a porn star. Almost. Uh, come come read a book uh, to the kids, to the children. Let's go. To, but, but, but. And we've got a million issues to get to this morning. But, 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 it, it, why can't we just uh, disagree or agree or, or agree to disagree and fight the battle on the merits? What I basically just heard, and David is right about this, is that um, as long as you achieve your goal of blocking it, that's all it meant. That's wrong. You're going after this council member saying horrible things about him. He happens to be gay. And what happens when someone comes to the protest and takes it to the next level as the councilman is, is walking in? What happens then? Remember, we've already had a city council member shot and killed inside City Hall. Keep that in mind. Lars in Los Angeles. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, uh, Dominic, the National Library Guild is a very far 
left organization. So I wouldn't expect any help from them. But what I don't understand is why do parents send their kids to these um, drag reading hour uh, events? I don't understand that. And I, I don't understand I why parents. You. I agree with you. But in some cases, the parents don't know. Okay. Well, that brings me to my next point. Why would here in Los Angeles, you can't send your kids to the library. There's nothing but homeless and drug users inside of libraries. Inside, last, wait, 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 wait. Inside the library? Oh, absolutely. Libraries are nothing but daycare centers for the homeless in Los Angeles. That's a fact. That's really, really sad. Oh, really sad. Los Angeles is the homeless capital of the world. I can tell you a litany of stories uh, regarding the homeless out here in Los Angeles. But my last point, you know, if a white person puts on blackface, that's considered offensive. Why, why aren't women offended that men are dressing like them? Why aren't they offended by that? Well, uh, you, you know, Lars, I'm I'm not a woman, so I I can't uh, I can't answer that question. And and from talking to my friends uh, that that are part of the gay community, I believe in let people live their lives. If that's what you choose to do, if if you want to be transsexual, whatever the politically correct term is that I don't have at the tip of my tongue right now, if that's what you want to do, that's on you. Do you, as the kids say. And and be happy, but but when when I I just feel that Hollywood is going way too far. I mean I mean have us on overdrive where every plot now involves a gay relationship somewhere, or a child that that's growing up Law and Order for example, a little boy that says he wants to be a little girl. I mean, it, 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 the damage that we're doing. Thank you for the, uh, for the call, Lars. I see from, uh, from Jennifer and from Stefano, they protested in front of Kavanaugh's home too. That doesn't make it right. Let's go to uh, Stefano first in the Bronx. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. Good morning. Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, I, every once in a while when I'm hearing you, I hear this guy going, he almost sounds like, uh, Stan in disguise. But, uh, you know, that conversation he was having, I think, with the other guy was Dave, and he was talking about the protesting. And this. I was just curious because he sounded so adamant about it. Was he that adamant about standing up for the not protesting in front of the justices' houses, which actually is illegal, whereas most of the stuff he was talking about, he was just going back and forth between. There's a difference between legal and moral. We understand that some things may be legal, but they're not really that moral, which is what you guys were talking about with the kids. But there are some things that are actually illegal, which protesting in front of the Supreme Court justice house was. Did he feel that strongly about that? So it's a great question. It's a great question. And and I, I, I just feel as you're speaking, I'm thinking about the pandering politicians. Uh, in this case, sure. uh, Mayor Adams, you know, he says, we, we support this. It's going to continue because it's a play to the gay community, but I, 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 if you, if if a person said to me that you know children um, of of a of a gay couple 
if you want them to have a story time uh, read by a drag queen, fine. But I don't understand why do you want all children to 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 see? All you're going to do is confuse them. That's all you're going to do. Like like I explained, uh, and thank you for the call. Like I explained uh, two weeks ago, I'm sitting there with my grandson in Rhode Island, and I I thought I was watching something safe, Disney. And it was about two teenage boys where one is gay and the other is not. And then my grandson just blurts out, Grandpa, I'm not gay. And he's 10 years old. What What do you know, Carter, my grandson's name, about sexual orientation? Gay or not? And how do I respond to that? I, you know, I, I, I just said, well, you, you, you know, um... This is something, Carter, that Disney should not have on television. Next, next topic. Keep it moving. Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. Hi, thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. I just wanted to say in response to David and Mayor Adams and all the people that, you know, their hair is on fire because someone protested in front of an apartment building to, to what I think is despicable having, the, you know, and David thinks that anyone that you disagree with is a racist or a bigot or, you know, whatever, a homophobe. People can have different opinions. It doesn't make them bad people. Or they can just think that something is wrong sometimes. And to me, it's an indoctrination nation that we're living in. And why are we sexually grooming children at age three, four, five? Why do we have pornography in school libraries? That was never there when I was young. I don't think it was when you were young, Dominic. And it's okay that people think it's inappropriate. So as far as this, this thing goes, you know, Trump Tower, a lot of people live in Trump Tower. Where was all the righteous indignation when Trump Tower was constantly and probably is still being protested? Day in and day out, massive protests, right? Vile things being said, things being thrown, you know. I, I just think it's kind of funny, and I also was going to bring up that there's actually a law against, you know, what they did to Kavanaugh and the rest of the justices, as well as doxing where Amy Coney Barrett's children went to school, what church she went to, and encouraging people to go to those places. Um, so, you know, I, the double standards are just glaring. And to me, I, I think it's okay that we think this is inappropriate. Lastly, I saw a video uh, of a rich school. I can't remember the name. of a rich private school in New York City, and there was a drag queen and some sort of a leotard with like fishnets, and it was a, it's a it's a Catholic school, Dominic. And this, it's really sad. This drag queen was entertaining at the altar of the church, doing this nasty dances, grinding and gyrating, with all this stuff in full view. It was gross. And I watched the video on the Daily Mail, and I couldn't believe my eyes. And there was a whole article about what went on there and how much the school cost, I don't know, $65,000 a year or something for this. So since when is that normal? And I don't think that all progress, as people like to call it, is, is for good. Not all change is good. And why are our children being sexualized? People might want to ask themselves that question because, to me, um, like you said about your grandson, when you were talking at 10 years old, were you thinking like that, Dominic? No. No. So why, why are the kids today? Why do we have so many kids not so sure about their gender? Like you said, the level of confusion, their ability intellectually to comprehend what's being told to them, and, and the filth that they're pushing inside the schools 
and they won't let Kirk Cameron, the actor who just wrote a book about America and faith, go to and Providence. The Providence Library would not let him come and speak there. But they have drag queen story hour all the time. Why is that? So anyway, well, thanks, Jennifer. For I, I I thank you for the call, and you have a great morning, folks. We ha- we have so many topics uh, to get to this morning, but but again, uh, and I'm about to take a break. What they are doing to President Trump is wrong on releasing his taxes. The American people, and I see all your calls, you want to talk about it, folks. The American people elected him president knowing that he was not going to release his taxes. He cited the audit. Democrats uh, were not going to rest, and they are playing beat the clock, knowing that Republicans are taking control. They're like, aha, We have a few more days left, literally, to dump his taxes and get it out there. We win. No, you don't win. Because all this is doing is dividing the American people. And for the White House to not put up a a fight on Title 42, why would you do that? If, if you're not going to put up a fight, then why do we have those customs officers and Border Patrol officers there? Because uh, because all, all, at the end of the day, what you're making them now are social workers, just processing people. They say, free, free, free. I want free stuff. I'm going to America. Mayor Adams welcomed me to it. I don't want to get started on him tonight. Mayor Adams welcomed me to the hotel in New York. I can stay for free, 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 free. Housing, uh, uh, medical care, food, free, free, free. Biden says I can come in. I I would think any American president would use any excuse they could at this point to make sure that Title 42 stays in place. Dominic Carter here with you more. And, oh, and of course, the congressman-elect growing uh, controversy for George Santos to resign after allegedly completely lying about just about everything in his background. We're going to have more on that and your telephone calls when we come back. Talk Radio 77 This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. A number of issues. We'll get to the congressman-elect in just a second. But I, I will just say this, folks, and I've made this comment before. The, the fourth estate, the quality of journalists that are coming out now, in my heyday, me, Gabe Pressman, Marsha Kramer, uh, uh, one or two others, uh, Dave Evans from Channel 7, 
um, and and a few of my co- colleagues also from uh, from Channel Four. There is no way in hell that you would have got all of this past us in terms of a candidate, George Santos. The reporters that have been covering this man, they took a New York Times expose to reveal this, the allegations. Wow. I mean, it's like almost everything on the resume is is apparently a lie. We're waiting for for a response, a a rebuttal, and thus far there hasn't been one yet. Let's go to Amir in Boston. Good morning, Amir. What's on your mind? Amir, hey, Dominic, can you hear me? Uh, yes, go right ahead, please. Yeah, Dominic, listen, I don't know why you're so okay with drag queens. First of all, correct me if I'm wrong. These drag queens, when they tell them the story, they're not wearing lingerie, correct? Well, when you, what, you mean actual sexual lingerie? Yeah, they're not doing that. The, well, I haven't been to one, but they're wearing very flamboyant uh, uh, clothing, and some could be considered bought around uh, lingerie. Yes. Wait, Amir, it sounds, where are you at? It sounds awful there. You hear me now? Are we good? Yes, but what was that noise? No, no, I'm doing Uber Eats, and I heard the topic. I just called in. But here's the thing. It's, if you're going to go by that mindset, then... You should never ever take your kid to the Ray Singer Music Hall Christmas show because they have rockets, and you know oh, what they're come wearing. on, come so on, Amir, say, come on. Amir, Amir, Amir. Are you really going to stand here and compare rockets at Radio City Music Hall, uh, a, a straight-up uh, good show, compared to a man dressed as a woman wearing uh, sexual clothing and, and doing very flamboyant dancing and 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 storytelling. Are you really going to compare the two? Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear any news. They're doing flamboyant dances, sitting and telling a story. And you, compared to porno stars, is ridiculous. Okay, I mean, so I, wait, 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 Amir, what's the difference? A porno star, a drag queen. What's the difference? A porno star, for Christ's sake, he's new. He has an intercourse. They're not doing that. Let's get real. What? No, no, I didn't. And by say- the way, when I. I mean, I didn't say the porno star was in the act of, of having sex before the kids. No, but you compared him to porno stars. Yes, it's ridiculous. because the porno yeah, star, he or she is going to show up in regular clothing, but what they do for a living uh, doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It's not very kid-friendly. Well, first of all, if a porno star tell the story, uh, if they reveal who they are, that's one thing, but it's how you reveal, it's how you tell the story, how you narrate the story. Okay, so Amir, way, man, do me a favor. Yeah, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go yeah. to one of these uh, drag hour and go to one and then call yeah. me back up. That's what I want you to do because I, I don't think you're you're talking based on fact right now. Okay, can I say one quick thing? Yes, you can. Go ahead. The man, the man from the Bronx, I forgot his name. God bless him. He is one of the greatest advocates for the left. I love the way he schools your audience. He is a gem. If one day you get him on the show in studio, I'm telling you, Dominic, your ratings will go way up. Mm, well, the rating, the ratings, the the ratings are already high, Amir. But thank you, thank you very much, and thank you for the call from uh, from uh, Boston. And and just so that we're clear here, folks, I'm not against drag queens at all. As I've said before, some of my friends happens to be uh, trans. I don't know what the correct term. Matt Blaze, what is the correct term? Well, it's transgender. Transgender, but yes. I have yes. a question for you. Oh, okay. Go ahead. If 
I mean, I, by the way, I think Drag Queen Story Hour is ridiculous. It sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit that you can, it's just unbelievable that it's an actual real thing. But is it, would you have a problem with somebody like Caitlyn Jenner doing a story hour? Absolutely. Because there's a distinction Absolutely. to me between Absolutely. a Jag Queen and Caitlyn Jenner. Absolutely. I would have a problem with that. And, there, and my granddaughter would not be in, a, in an audience with Caitlyn Jenner. As much as we try to normalize things right. and, and let, let Caitlyn live her life, more power right. to her, my granddaughter would not be in that audience. Do you, see, do, you, do you look at it as the same thing as Caitlyn Jenner or a drag queen? What's the difference? Well, a drag queen... It's just much more flamboyant. No. Well, a drag queen is a man that is dressing up in women's clothing as a performer. In other words, RuPaul will say, arguably is, the most well-known drag queen. Yes. RuPaul does not dress like the drag queen RuPaul 24-7. RuPaul is putting on a performance, but out of costume, he walks around like a regular man. So for me, that's why I don't like drag queen story hour, because a drag queen is a performer. They don't do that 24-7. Now, in terms of transgender... And somebody who's transgender, and then there's also lumped in, which I don't know that it's fair to say gay. But for me, if somebody does that kind of a story, and maybe somebody, a kid, and it, I guess it depends on age, like a five-year-old, even a 10-year-old, like you talked about your grandson. I was not thinking about sexuality and gay and straight when I was 10 years old. But somebody like Caitlyn Jenner, who lived a very horrible life for a long time when Caitlin was Bruce. Uh, I don't see the problem with that. I don't. Okay. But drag queen, that doesn't make any sense to me. That's just my see, opinion. The, the problem I have with it is that grandpa's got to find a way to explain it. And that's something, I'm talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Right. And that's something that grandpa, grandpa feels is age appropriate that we discuss as you get a little older. So do you think that would be like a teenager is, is okay to that kind of a subject when a teenager starting to come into their own and starting to think about those kinds of things? Because, I mean, I'm sure there's, there were plenty of – you hear these stories all the time about uh, gay men and women who, as teenagers, were afraid to come out as gay – Right. At that time. Right. And Do you think I, that was a feel, real age appropriate? And I feel for them because they, they are tortured uh, within themselves. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and and it's not it's not pretty. They shouldn't have to go through that. Uh, they are often uh, shunned by their own families. True. It, it's, it's not pretty. But for me, for me, right. when you're bringing it to my grandson and my granddaughter, no, 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 no. I, I will discuss that with them and their parents when we feel it's appropriate. Not when you decide that my granddaughter at six or whatever, that you want to teach her about drag queens and and uh, and all the stuff that comes with that. And right. No, it's just not. That's just the way I feel about it. Right. No, I agree with that with the drag queens. And, yeah, like you said, if somebody wants to take their child to that, that's their business. Right. Well, what we're going to do is take a break, and we see all the calls on Trump. We see all the calls on uh, George Santos. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back to your calls. And coming up at the top of the hour, 
Uh, we have Frank Morano when we come back to Chronicles of Dominic Carter, then right back to the telephones to Brooklyn, Queens, Asbury, Manhattan, Staten Island, and New Jersey. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Stephen Molinaro, Stephen Molinaro, the grandson of ex-Staten Island Borough President, uh, the uh, James Molinaro, has been granted bail, a high bail, $5 million bail, and, and a shooting of his girlfriend, a federal judge, granted the grandson of Mr. Molinaro bail and the near fatal shooting of his girlfriend, but issued a dire warning. Screw up and your family is on the hook for the whole $5 million bond. I'm quoting the judge here. I'll take every damn penny of it if he violates, the judge said. So uh, the grandson of uh, former Staten Island Borough President uh, James Molinaro, Stephen Molinaro, granted bail, but the judge says he is not playing around. Let's go to William, and I believe in Asbury Park. Good morning, William. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, that's Westchester, Dom. Oh, Westchester. Okay, go right ahead. Cause, cause I'm embarrassed because you are a truth teller, sir. I, I try to be, but wait, what are you embarrassed about, William? Asbury Park, sir. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. My, okay, my case is that uh, lying about one's autobiography has a great American political tradition and uh, – as far as uh, uh, Congressman-elect uh, Republican Santos is concerned, I'd offer and counter uh, evidence uh, Hillary Clinton, Elizabeth Warren, Michael Blumenthal, and uh, last but not least, uh, uh, Joe Biden. Right, and, 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 and we, we, we just don't have the time to focus on those. But, but, I mean, but it seems like, based on the reporting, almost everything about Mr. Santos is a lie. Well, as I say, he follows in uh, great footsteps. No, no, not not to that degree, William. I mean, you know, in 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 in, uh, in Connecticut, uh, Blumenthal, the allegation he lied about service in Vietnam. But I mean, we're talking about start to finish, everything being a lie here. Well, I'd like to see what he has to say. I, you know what, you and I agree on that. I would love to see what he has to say, um, and thus far he has not said anything. Henry in Manhattan, good morning, and uh, thanks for the telephone call. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, it's, uh, I, I want you to know that I made a contribution to uh, Donald Trump before the first debate he had in uh, 2015. Okay. But I have to say, since then, I would not give him another penny. Uh, but what what uh, it, it seems to me that back then he was saying he wants to uh, show his uh, uh, taxes, right. but his lawyers won't right. let him. Right. At the end of the day, he thing. didn't, though. At the end of the day, Henry, he didn't. And so but what my point is that the, the American people elected him without seeing his tax returns. And so right, we knew what is, we were dealing with. Why do you uh, uh, suggest that uh, the taxes shouldn't have been released by the uh, that, committee? That, oh, by the committee. 
because it's underhanded what they're doing. They went to court and fought to get the taxes, and thus in a backhanded way where where uh, a long party line, they don't have the support of a single Republican, and they did it anyway. They have, they have my support, I'll tell you that. No, you're not in Congress. Um, you're not in con- Congress, not, Henry. Not yet, not yet. Okay, well, well, you're not in Congress. And so you didn't get to vote. You. Okay, you, you didn't get to vote on this, Henry. It's just, it's despicable. What the, it's, it's a death of a thousand cuts, what they're doing. Thank you for the call. What they're doing to Trump is the death of a thousand cuts. They're hitting him in so many directions. What's really going on is that the power structure and Democrats are saying, this guy is the real deal. We got to make sure that he never gets close again to the White House. And, I mean, how many ways can this man defend himself? They're coming at him with everything and the kitchen sink. And it's just, listen, if if he had said on day one, I'm going to release my taxes and then didn't release it, that's one thing. He ran where we all knew that he was not releasing his taxes. And now, years later, the Democrats say, oh, yes, you are. We're going to go to court. We're going to fight you. We're going to use taxpayer dollars to fight you. And once we get them, even though we have less than two weeks left in Congress, we're going to drop your taxes. Bam. How do you like that, Mr. Trump? That's what they're doing. Pete on Staten Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, great show as always. And it's Thank like you. a roller coaster ride. Now, uh, you know, Norman, I'm friends with Norman, and I agree with him 100%. This is a guy that gets active in all the protests for everything. He's, he's a great for the cause. And David, you make a great litigation lawyer. I would have you with my firm in Staten Island any day of the week because you could argue a point even if you don't agree with it. I've heard you on shows before. You do it quite well. But the point is, like, you know, with our children, my daughter's 31 years old now. She works for uh, Children's Services. I think that this is abuse to do this, to force it on people. If somebody brings their children there voluntarily, I can't complain. I can't argue with them, but I don't think it's right. That's all the thing point that I want. Children are children. Let's let our children be children. You, you know, Pete, um, <laughs> it's tough enough as a parent. Uh, in my case, as as a father to a uh, to a girl, Right. So she starts growing up. She starts developing. uh, Her body starts changing. She develops an interest in boys. And dad's got to navigate around this. And the same thing with my son, you know, growing up. And it's hard enough as a parent dealing with with regular issues. And now you want to introduce somebody in drag, reading the children and then I've got to find a way to explain, oh, no, they're just, it's just drama. They're, but, Grandpa, why why was it a man dressed as a woman? And what am I supposed to say, Pete? I know. It's, this is a hard time we're going through raising children. My daughter, when she was born, I said, well, I don't have to worry about playing baseball with her. Wrong she ended right. up being better than most of the boys in the neighborhood. Right, so right. And play. and you had to learn how to adjust to the fact that your daughter was playing baseball. Right. And so it's hard yeah. enough being a parent to to begin with. 
And so, I mean, it's just, and I, I support, thank you for the call, Pete. I support my friends in the gay community, but it is too much what they are doing right now. Frank in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. First-time caller. I, oh, thank you. Thank you. I agree with you 100%. I stay up purposely. I don't go to bed till after 1 o'clock so I could hear you. Well, thank I'll, you. That's very kind of you to say, Frank. Listen, my, my biggest beef is this listing of this 42nd, uh, is it's it a Title amendment? 42, Title 42. Yeah, Title 42. What is he trying to prove this Biden? I can't believe he's getting these people in. That don't, do they check them for, for uh, uh, TB? Do they check them for other diseases? We got fentanyl coming in. Then you got these people. We got to educate them. We got to we got to medicate them. We got to house them. We got to bring them food. You know, I'm not a rich guy. It's coming right. out of my taxes. That's right. Free. And hey, I'm, Frank. I'm, Frank, I, I, I'm short on time, but please give me a call. Uh, uh, tomorrow or next week, but it, it basically, essentially, it amounts to free, 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 and free. Thank you for the call. I'm joined now by another Frank, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, no complaints. All good. What do you have coming up? Well, uh, got an action-packed show. We're going to go into the curious case of uh, George Santos, who they're calling the talented Mr. Santos because of that uh, movie with Matt Damon where he impersonates all these people. It seems like George Santos has fabricated large portions of his resume, and there there's now a big push to get him not to go to Congress. So we don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to ask the folks what they think should happen if someone lies about almost every aspect of their biography prior to being elected. So another night where I'm not going to get much sleep right. because I'm going to be up listening to Tough, you. my friend. Frank Morano on the other side of midnight coming up right now after news headlines with Alex Barnard. I'll be back again tomorrow, same time. Right here, Talk Radio 77 WABC. UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions. And cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband. It was tough to see her in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer. With Spencer's background in biochemistry and our shared frustration when it came to UTIs, we were inspired to start Eucora. At Eucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. Feel like you've tried everything? We get it. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. Ready to join them? Go to Eucora.com today. Eucora.com.